Hey folks, SH1T coming to you live, talking to my cousin, funny dude, um, look up to him greatly when I was uh, younger, um, really driven, motivated guy, always hustling, uh, doing great things, and uh, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious dude. Um, I, I really enjoyed this, and like I said, it's what the podcast is all about, uh, if nothing else, just to reminisce and catch up with uh, uh, people I truly respect and admire, and uh I really have a great time being around and talking to you. All right. What's up, cuz? <laughs> oh, man. Just living the dream, brother. Living the dream. How are you and the family doing over there? We're, uh, the family just actually took off. So they went to Ethiopia uh, for two months to get away from the, the weather up here. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could, uh, you know, I, I, I could see that being like a, a little shock to the skin sales, so to say, because... Uh, Ethiopia and Germany, man, kind of like night and day. Yeah, it's weird that uh, it's like Pacific Northwest, but still just cold and just overcast. Apparently last summer or last winter, they it just was cloudy and never got any sunny, no nothing. And it was kind of doing that this year. And then so the wife was like, kick rocks. And plus, it's the first time she's been back home. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I was about to ask, man, when was the last time she ever even... Uh, Got a chance to go home and visit, man. Uh, I, I know y'all don't uh, get to do a whole lot of everything just when you want to. You know, it's kind of what the military says you will do today. Pretty much. So uh, kind of put some constraints on you. Man, God, haven't seen y'all since the little one was a little one, and now you got another little one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they're headed down there for two months, and uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, about five years, though, was the last time she went. She came with me in Hawaii in 2014 and never got to go back. So she, she's wanted to go back almost the entire time. So just, just to see. I mean, it, it'll be good for her because, uh, I mean, you go you go to the States and then you see that and you want to go home. But then you come to Germany and she's like, oh, I miss the States. So now she'll go back to Ethiopia and I'm sure she'll do the same where she'll be like, oh, I missed the whatever. So we'll see. Yeah, dude, when uh, my dad had us all stationed over there it was it was cool man you know hell being a, a young man over there was uh kind of living the dream man couldn't do anything but get in trouble and try to lie your way out of it you know yeah but i can't i can't <laughs> uh, live that dream though couldn't wait to get back to this no 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 man your, <laughs> your uh situation is a little different than mine was but uh agreed how long yeah, man you know you can't wait to get back stateside and then uh you know shit bro it's uh hey just When's my next trip back to Germany? Kind of starts sinking in, and uh, I miss it, man. Yeah, I love it out here. My uh, my bro Kenny. Yeah, we talk about it all the time, man. Every time we, you know, buddy Kenny talk on the phone, man, we pretend we can still speak a little German, even though it's been so long. <laughs> These are dream. It's a dream orders, man. It's either here or on a ship. So, like, I might as well be here. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You know, uh, you're really away from the family once you uh, start floating. So. Hundred percent. You made a good choice. Good choice there for sure. Where the hell do you think that's, that's got to be taxi? Yeah, where the hell do you think that term? Because li- I say living the dream all the time too. Where the hell do you think that came from? <laughs> Man, I think you invented that shit, brother. So, so you're still getting that? I, I really, if you if you go like online and uh, Google that shit, your face will probably pop up. Yeah. I, I think so too, but it, it, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's. Uh, group thought or 1984 bullshit or whatever, but everybody just started saying it for some reason. 
So I I couldn't yeah, tell you. 84, I don't know, man. Yeah. Were you even alive back then, young man? I was, a one, I was one year old in 1984, so what? depending on the day. Yeah, I was in Germany, man. <laughs> Shit, I mean, you're... You're, you're seeing a part of Germany I never saw when, when I was there. The wall was still up, you know. Oh yeah, okay. I actually got to go and uh, stand on it. Uh, I think the year after uh, after we came back stateside is the year it came down. You know, that's uh, why so, back when Reagan was something, you know. Yeah, you guys were much further north than I am, right? So I'm, yeah, I'm, we were in uh, uh, Lonstool, Ramstein. We yeah. lived uh, the, the second time over there. We were up on the hill on Lonstool, the main military hospital. Uh, you know, worked uh, in some of the concerns out around Lonstool and uh, spent a lot of time at Ramstein Air Base. And and for everybody that's uh, listening, it's not Ramstein. Okay, <laughs> God, I hate hearing that shit in the movie. Man. So I you... like the English language. I before E is a long I. Yeah, except ever C. And somebody came up with a whole list of words. Let's <laughs> following a Q. That uh, has a umlaut above it, or it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick with the old, good old English. Yeah, it, it's been for a while. It's been forever since I've talked to you. Uh, you're a funny dude. So that's the one thing I remember about you growing up, is you're a hilarious guy. I don't I don't want you to try too hard, but... Well, nah, because, you know, it is what it is, man. I feed off of people. Uh, I, I know you got this cool-ass bo- uh, podcast going, and... Uh, but, you know, if we were just sitting here having a beer, man, it'd be uh, probably a different type of conversation. Uh, for everybody who's wondering why I ain't being so funny, it's because uh, my ass is doing a bunch of yard work right now, getting ready for spring, man. <laughs> what, so, how's, uh, how's the weather over it, there? Oh, it was beautiful yesterday. It's a little nipply today, man. Uh, it's about 85, 87 yesterday. Oh, it's sunny. And that's not bad for, like, February 15th, you know. Yeah, it's uh for, right now. What is it, like mid fifties, first day of probably. summer, first day of spring, first day of winter, whatever the hell is over here. So there's some sun poking out in Germany, thank God. So Yeah, yeah. that's cool. You know, one thing I remember about uh living up on top of the mountain in Lonstool was uh you'd go to sleep hearing it sounded like a million wolves just off in the distance. That was just a storm blowing through the valleys. You'd wake up the next day and there'd be three freaking feet of snow on the ground, man. It's like like clockwork. You ever heard that howl, that that front coming in during the the fall and just ooh, you wake up the next day and hell yeah. Unfortunately, it seemed like it lasted for like fourteen years after that. You know, it's like, where's that sun? I'm so cold. Yeah, it was not not up here. I like it. I like it down here in Stuttgart. I really do. It's uh, it's not too bad. The weather the weather doesn't affect me. Um, it's not like it's like dusting snow, so it's not really doesn't stick to the ground, so it's not tough to drive on. Maryland was much worse when it came to pouring on with all the all the snow and stuff. So, I like it. I love the beer out here. It's insane. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna gain (laughs) thirty, seventy, eighty pounds out here. Uh, what was what's a good beer to try out here? Uh. What? Park Brow, boy. Park Brow, man. That Park was Brow? Uh, that was my beer. Back then, yeah, they don't have uh, they don't have BBK anymore. The BBK uh, bad beer from Kaiserslautern, that's ah. what we called it. Uh, that wasn't uh, really anybody's favorite, but uh, you know, when you're as young as we were back there in the day, uh, you drink anything because you're a man. You can handle it, <laughs> shit, brother. I remember when I went over there. <laughs> when I went over there, uh, 
Uh, I consider myself, you know, capable of drinking a couple of beers, man. Yeah, yeah six-pack of Budweiser, 12-pack, no problem, man. Shit, I got a hold of some of that German beer, and I'm like uh, three park barrels in, and whew, forget it, man. What's your favorite type forget of it. beer? Done. Well, I, I enjoyed the Weizen beers, yeah. the, uh, and, and my, my favorite beer in the stateside, I just, you know, I drink, I drink beer. If I yeah. have a pick, you know, I'm down with Bud Light, you know. Uh, probably more so than anything else. But over there, it was Park Brow. We'd have the meter beers, you know, what was it, like 21, uh, 21 glasses in a little meter set up, and we'd just knock those down. But, uh, man, they had some they had some beer over there. I think it was like a, a Weizen beer or something like that they called it. And it tasted like freaking bubblicious, man. Like, it tasted like bubble gum, man. That, that stuff will fool you. You start drinking it thinking, yeah, I'm going to hang out with this big old tall glass of whatever this bubblegum flavored crap is and next thing you know man you're waking up in a cab halfway up the mountain trying to not even knowing how you're getting home like what the hell where am i who, who drug me out of the bar the weirdest beer i had out not here a, was was not a, a fond memory the weirdest beer i had out here was a banana beer a banana wisen a banana yeah <laughs> oh a... man you're one up on me on that one bro you're one up on me we used to uh get a big kick out of like the new young air force guys that would come over there and get them those uh steins that were shaped like the boots you know yeah. and uh you know you never drink that shit with like the the toe pointing away from you because as soon as that air bubble would hit the top of that uh <laughs> that boot it would just dump man <laughs> you Gosh, know? But every now and then you, you'd get a fool <laughs> so uh, uh good times good times Did miss you... germany man great place man. yeah uh... glad you're over there with the kids right? well it used to be <laughs> <laughs> Used to be, oh. Well, no, no. They, so they went. They went down to. Uh, so what the the school system out here? Did you guys grow up in the school system? Did you go to Dodds? Uh, because they won't. There's a. It's a new thing here with all the immigrants where you can't get your kids in the school. So where I live, city I live in, Americans are like third tier now when it comes into school. So we tried to get Abigail into the German school system, and they're like, no, nine can't bring her in, and there's nothing we can do about it. We have to wait until she's. Uh, four years old until so she can start the new beginnings course over here Were you, did you go through German school or no? Wow. Well, no, no, no. We, uh, we were in Dodd, uh, when we, you know, high school, finished out high school over there and, uh, did some time, uh, both at Kaiserslautern and, uh, and Ramstein high school. Uh, but, uh, they were all, you know, DOD schools. So we didn't have to mess with that. I can only imagine the, the hassle you're going through, but I'll tell you one thing about the uh, German school system, at least the way it used to be, man, uh, we could take some pointers from it, you know, you, by the time you graduated over there, you're you're well on your, your way to, uh, you know, a trade or a, a career, you know, at least back in the day, they used to, uh, you know, kind of point you in the right direction if you, if you were scoring high in, uh, you know, academically and something related to uh, electronics or engineering or something like that, you were getting a lot of uh, tutoring in that particular area, you know, then uh, I don't know if it's still mandatory. It used to be a couple of years of uh, indentured servitude in the military, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. I think we're going the opposite direction, but to have a trade school or some sort of, uh, what is it, a status off for the Germans? Because I get to see a lot of that news now, 60% plus or minus, uh, are considered masters of their trade, and it's more hand-me-down type skills. 
And that's what you do. You try to pursue a master certification in whatever your skill or tradecraft is. And they don't really go on the... Yeah, man. And we, we could take a few lessons for quite a few decades from some some of these uh, educational systems. I mean, uh, people, uh, you know, give grief to uh, to our educated system. It's our, our system, we're just, we're used to it. So we just go with what we know. It's almost like people are afraid to... Uh, to do anything but try to make more money off of you as, as you learn. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think we'd be uh, well served as a nation to uh, pull our foot out of our ass when it comes to our youth, you know, and stop off. I mean, about the only thing you learn in uh, higher education these days here in the States, and I'm not knocking on nobody, but uh, this is how to become a vegan. <laughs> you know, it's like, holy cow, man, really? You, you went away eating beef steak and you you came back sucking on a carrot man it's like uh i, I don't get it man uh way too many uh what'd you what, what was your major uh liberal arts yeah uh you know butterfly net making uh, lesbian dance theory uh, hula hoop you know <laughs> yeah i'm just and i i don't get it man i i, I don't uh but uh yeah they haven't we we've kind of trades actual trade schools and stuff are almost a lost art over here yeah i won't say it's quite gone because i had a, a friend uh she just told me uh oh, wow dude a beautiful cardinal just landed in front of me it's like thanks for cutting the grass fool now i miss him little crickets are bouncing but uh yeah she's looking at me like don't come any closer man <laughs> no uh that's how <laughs> alan survived cardinal, but i'll pick your damn eyes up yeah, that's how Alan What's survived. That? That's how Alan survived, or that's how Alan makes a trade, at least from what I know. He didn't, he was uh, not the sharpest knife in the tool, tool shed when it came to reading, writing, anything, but mechanically inclined, you put an engine in front of him or you put a problem that's uh, in front of him that he can uh, tinker with with his hands, and he breaks that apart. And everything that he did uh, to his disservice was self-owned. Uh, but to his credit, but uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he should have been like like you're saying. He should have been moved towards a technical school to where he would have learned these uh, skills, got a master apprenticeship, got some sort of license because he is a a, a total test case or a total just he may, he's a, he's the example of somebody that had to teach himself how to do everything because the school system wasn't going to teach him and didn't have the means to do so. He he taught himself to do everything. He does electrical work. He yeah, does mechanical know, work. Like People walk to him and try to do everything through him because he knows what he's doing when it comes to electrical and mechanical. And it's all self-taught. Yeah, they're, they're in little places like uh, like Slomita. You know, they're really not a whole lot different than uh, one of these big 5A schools here in the cities. Uh, you're lucky to get noticed, but like with uh, Lomita, you know, it's a uh, man. They, they'll they'll have like the 4-H and shit like that, uh, but uh, or the the FFA stuff like that. Uh, but if you're not really one that's into like farming, ranching, uh, you know, uh, uh, animal husbandry uh, type of uh, services, veterinary type of services, you know, you're gonna get passed by. It's uh, you don't got a lot of options when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, electrical engineering type of uh, programs in a small town like that. But, uh, yeah, I feel you, man. I, I feel you, you know, like uh, using Allen as a as a test case, you know, this where uh, a lot of America's uh, gone, you know. Uh, 
and it's sad, you know, over the last 20 years, you know, you hear so much about, you know, just the student debt and bullshit yep. like that. And I'm like, oh, I sit there and shake my head, man. It's like all these uh, men and women that go out and I got a four-year college degree and I'm $190,000 in debt and I'm head fry guy at McDonald's. I'm like, wow. No, no, nobody, everybody talks about it. Nobody really does anything, man. Yeah. Me, I don't know. I kind of being from a military background. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's served me, uh, served me well, you know, the, I, I never thought it was odd to like master a trade and move on to something else. It's kind of like in the military, every three to five years you're, you're moving and, uh, you know, I mean, I experienced that, uh, you know, with my dad being in the military all through my adolescence and, you know, uh, high school years. And I, you know, I dug it, but that was kind of, uh, you know, that was, I, I was totally okay with it and came out, uh, became my own man. And it's like, dude, I've trained people how to uh, fix engines, uh, <laughs> drive 18 wheelers, uh, uh, manage my own businesses, two different yeah. businesses for 10 years, uh, you know, uh, business management for other companies for 15 years. Uh, where all I, mean, did, I don't have no degree hanging on the wall. Yeah, where know? where all did you go? Where did all uh, did you go when uh, your dad was bebopping around in the army? Oh, uh, it was uh, family wise. We were all just mainly just there in Germany. Of course, uh, don't tell my dad. Don't let him hear this. But uh, I went a few times uh, secretly with uh, with neighbors to uh, other surrounding countries. One thing great about Germany is everything's close, man. Everything's close. Get a little. Uh, URL pass where you can just hop from a uh, train to train and we'd walk into a Bonhoeff here and end up somewhere else. And I, I, I loved it, man. Uh, so had little Dutch friends, little, uh, uh, friends from other little surrounding countries there who knew people who knew people. And man, we'd go out and hang out all day long. Yeah. In a matter of hours you're in a, you're in another country and, I mean, now it's like, oh, it's a big deal, you know, like, uh, I don't even know what the hell they were calling it, uh, the European Union or what the hell yeah. ever. I, back when I was a, a teenager in Germany, it was, you know, I mean, unless you tried to go into, uh, like, East Berlin at that time, there, I never experienced the the lockdown. I mean, you're not going to go into East <laughs> Germany uh, back then unless you had like all kinds of passes and shit like that. And I went through there one time and holy cow, freaked the shit out of me. That's the only time traveling on a train. You went on the other side of the wall? uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, creepy. Yeah. It was, it was a legit trip. Yeah. It was a legit trip, bro. I tell you, yeah, you pull into a train station in Germany, at least, you know, or my recollection and it was beautiful. Everything was beautiful, man. They were like little tinted gardens and flowers everywhere. And even during the winter months, you know, they were, shoveling and uh, de-icing and it, it was something out of freaking Mayberry, you know? And, uh, man, we went into East Berlin and it's nothing but razor wire and, and, and 10 foot tall, you know, fences between each set of tracks, not a bush to hide by the ungodly, uh, you know, lighting that just didn't even seem to cast a shadow, man. And freaking guards walking between the tracks with the dogs and the, collection of cops on their backs and you, know, you hear them walking down the train checking everybody's passport they told us when we rolled in too it's like yeah don't even look out the window 
So, of course, when you're like 16, you know, what the hell you do? Everybody's looking out the windows trying to get a peek. Uh, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Uh, glad that wall came down. I, like I said, I ain't been over there since, but uh, I'd like to see how different it is from, you know, back in the day. Yeah, they got a piece of the wall down here in one of the bases that I work at. And then uh, I want to go up and see. They still have certain areas and sections that are still maintained from that time uh, that went through. So, uh, but And also uh, the European train systems. I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of the Japanese train system. Not that... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Who is it, though? Who yeah, is no it? Shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not, not that there's anything wrong with the German train system, but it's just like... Uh, I think I've already gotten two fines for not doing the right thing. Like... They do zones now, so if you don't know how far you're traveling, and it's not too um, uh, English friendly, but uh, Japanese, you just get a card, you bebop swipe, and you're done. Like, all, and all you have to do is go to the, one of the main yeah. stations and load up, and you're done. Here, you gotta every, everywhere you go, you gotta get a, a ticket or a pass or or whatever, and it, you can mess it up pretty easily and pretty hefty fine. You ran, you said you yeah, ran. Yeah, back in the day, okay. they had a. No, I was saying back in the day, they had what was called a Eurorail pass. Uh, uh, you scrape together enough Deutschmarks and uh, buy that sucker, and you know you can go on the train anywhere. You know, yeah. kind of like a kind of like a bus pass, you know. Um, but uh, it was. <laughs> Did you hear that, man? My buddy Chris just popped up. You just paid a what, dude? Why are you buying one hundred eighty-five dollars worth of panties and bras, man? <laughs> Sure, man. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you said Deutschmarks. They don't have Deutschmarks anymore. It's uh, euros, so everything's euros out here. But uh, they have like they have like passes and stuff that you can get. But I've never got them. I just get the single day pass tickets that you can get. So, but uh, you said you ran two businesses or whatever. You own two businesses. You can't. Uh, 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 oh, hold on, because uh, I'm I, sorry. I, I got another bra and panty dilemma. Over right. here, man. All right, enlighten me. <laughs> I'll come a come a little closer so you can hear my brokers. Hey, I got my cousin. Uh, she's upstairs watching the TV, man. She got tired of helping me mow the grass and shit. Got my uh, cousin Seth on the phone here, man, doing a bo- uh, podcast. He's over in Germany right now. So, uh, what's up, Chris? Closer so he can so hear. Can hear why, why, he, he can, why are what's panties, up, Chris? Panty yeah. singular and broad plural and. Bras are singular. You gotta work that out with her, man. I don't oh. buy panties. Why is an orange yeah. called an orange, but a banana is called a banana, not a yellow? I know. I'm just I'm going with it. Park, park on a driveway, <laughs> drive on a parkway. We, we all knew that Daryl liked the cross dress. I'm I'm, I'm not here to judge him. Okay, Why I just the want. Fuck, fucking <laughs> Starbucks named their shit Vente because uh, it's a 20 true. ounce cup, but it's Italian Vente. Grande means big, but it's a medium. A tall is the smallest one they sell, and it's the shortest one they sell, but it's a tall. What the fuck? That's why okay. when I go there, I you get see the dilemmas. I'm going to have what, to help what? Chris sleep through this tonight. We're going to have to rub his head and give him some aspirin. No. He'll have a headache by the end of the night. I already man. have a headache. <laughs> what movie is that from? The, the Paul Rudd does that little rant about Fente, Latte, whatever, in Starbucks. <laughs> I don't know, but that's probably where he got it from. Oh, 100%. What was that much, was he? Elizabeth wants to know if it's all right for you to that Elizabeth will pick her up and take her to the park with uh, one of the Smith girls, daughter. Talking about Elora? Yeah, it's Elora's yeah. little friend. So you might want to tell her to dress one. That's right. Oh, that would, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, goes, she goes, yes, yeah. right, man. It's not that cool, but she better dress one. Okay. Yeah, I'd love. Elizabeth's going to come by and pick her up. Sorry, cuz, yeah. man. Kind of got a lot of uh, multitasking yeah. going here. 
Who all's in the home? What's that? Who all's in the home? Oh, it's just Chris and Nip. Just walked oh, okay. in, and I, I got my little uh, granddaughter, Elora, here. Ah. My oldest granddaughter. She had a, a daddy-daughter uh, dance, and uh, Grandpa got to go and hang out there. So it wasn't just her and Daddy. Good stuff. And then I kidnapped her and brought her here, but... <laughs> Now Mushy's uh, daughter wants to kidnap her so she can go hang out at the park and play with the other little friends. So, all right, man, it's kind of like everybody's kind of wandered off, started doing their own thing. But, uh, yeah, back on the uh, Japanese train system, bro, man, uh, never never been on it, have admired <laughs> it through YouTube and uh, a lot of Internet uh, sensations. You know, San Antonio years ago was a uh, – contemplating uh getting like the magna rail type of a uh, train you know, something to shoot between san antonio and uh dallas and you know austin houston uh would have been great then it was like some bullshit where like the train the it got shut down real quick after this came out the the train system they elected to uh to go with was making the japanese uh people that were helping them kind of you know decide decide the debate over what to get well what we decided to go with was shit that's been like in their museum system for <laughs> you know the past decade yeah and uh like hey we'll save some money and we'll build this uh system and we'll use this type of train and i have something along the lines where you know that japanese had advanced the technology so far beyond that by that point and this is this good 10 12 years back at least you know and uh yeah, so here we are. We still have buses and taxi cabs and Uber and Lyft, but uh, yeah, I don't know why Texas yeah, no, never got on the uh, no. thing. I don't know why Texas never got on the. the uh, Texas would be perfect to do monorails between Houston, Dallas, whatever, because you got the forty-five corridor, yeah, thirty-five, yeah. ten, all these places. It would have been perfect. Would have saved yeah. a lot of traffic too. Fucking retards that are calling the shots, man. Yeah, that's how they feel, man. They they're like, now nah, let's just build the roads uh, wider and. Uh, yeah, let's be like uh, the northeast or you know northeast corridors, and uh, let's just put toll roads everywhere. They start popping in toll roads, and you know within two years they're they're bust. Yeah, uh, they signed some freaking contract. I don't know what they. Uh, and uh, I'm not knocking them. It was uh, some Mexican firm, I believe it was, a company from Mexico, and they came in. And they did a bang up job. You know, they built it fast and uh, a, a toll road between like uh, San Antonio and Dallas. Uh, they built it fast, uh, but they didn't do a lot of research on it. Can you imagine being on a toll road and uh, you get to go 80, 90 miles an hour? Man, you're going to get to your location, no problem. But nobody bothered to tell them <laughs> that there's a lot of feral hogs around here. Yeah. So if you can imagine being at like 90 and, and clipping a 120-pound pig, uh, it never no bueno. ends too well. Yeah. No bueno, senor. No bueno. So you own two businesses? So they went and did a lot of. Uh, yeah, you know, back in the day, I was uh, bought into my my own stuff. Uh, uh, nothing spectacular. It's just uh, I figured if I was going to make some money, I I'd do it for myself. And uh, 
Uh, one was when I was uh, truck driving. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. Instead of, uh, instead of subcontracting my, my services out and driving a company truck, I'll, I'll purchase my own and keep all the money. And uh, How was that? You know, it, it was great. It, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I love truck driving, but uh, because of the extra hassle and, and the, the stress of it, you know, it would have just been simpler to, you know, stay as a uh, – as a company driver, not yeah. a, not an owner operator, you know, it's uh, just less you got to worry about it. Back then, I was just you know chasing the dollar. Yeah, chasing the dollar, man. You know. So you, you love the and, job, but uh, said, but since you bought your own truck, that kind of was set you up for ruin because it's just. I remember you talking yeah, about that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, because there's just so much more to to look out for. You know, uh, like I said, I, I enjoy teaching people. Always having uh, students out with me, as a uh, you know. <laughs> an asshole pucker factor of like 12 million uh when you've got a student driver going through a construction zone or down the side of a ice covered mountain you know uh in the northwest you know what do you mean you didn't put the chains on i was asleep holy <laughs> shit <laughs> you know, here, we're we're rolling down the side of this mountain at 40 tons and we don't have chains yeah. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. Like, oh, you got it, man. As soon as we plummet 6,000 yeah. feet down to those rocks, yeah. Those Tell me how you got it. Those downhills are scary in a car. I can't imagine what they're like in an 18-wheeler. Yeah, man. It's, it was a blast, man. Like I said, uh, it'll it'll add a few years to your life, yeah. uh, whether you want it to or not, man. Uh, hey, take a little piece of coal. Cram it up the bunghole, man. It's going to come out a diamond on some days for sure, man, for sure. What was the worst but, place uh, to drive? Or what was the hairiest uh, uh You know, the, you the, honestly, the, the worst weather I've ever been in because, I mean, bar none. And I've been in whiteouts where the trucks almost tipped due to the, you know, left-right flow of the wind, uh, you know, driving through Wyoming, you know, uh, and, and open, open uh, places like that through the Midwest. And, man, it was uh, – it was crazy, but the worst weather, bar none, was between San Antonio and Laredo. How's that? Uh, during the springtime. Man, during the springtime, that hot air, you know, comes up from the oh, south yeah, and okay. starts fighting, you know, for supremacy with the shit from the north, and you get so many tornadoes. Uh, most of them drop in north Texas or, you know, Oklahoma, but right way south there, man. They're, if they're not hitting the ground, they're not hovering too far above it. And... uh a couple of different times. One time in particular, it just ripped my windshield wipers just right off the vehicle. Uh, crosswind hit so hard, truck, you know, started tilting, and I got it to the side of the road and stopped. And I was like, hell, I'm going to sit here and wait this one out. And all of a sudden, I couldn't see nothing. Uh, it was just two little metal sticks on my windshield, and, <laughs> you know, scratching the damn glass. I'm like, holy shit, that crosswind literally just ripped my windshield wipers off. Now the, um, that was pretty scary, man. That's pretty scary stuff. But Yeah, would be. I've been through one tornado. One tornado went through Lomita, and it wasn't even a 1A or whatever. Whatever they used to classify them as, it was like a, a, yeah. a burst storm or whatever it was. So it was the least form of tornado, and that was not fun at all. Yeah. Uh, so And I was in a house, and oh, windows man. exploding and all that, all that shit. So, I, I went through one tornado uh, uh, there in Lomita years and years ago and just back when i back when i thought i was something and okay to to all your uh 
miners that are listening, uh, don't listen <laughs> to this part of the story because it's false, and I'm just making yep. it up. Allegedly, allegedly, but, uh, allegedly, allegedly, a person that looked a lot like me and had the same name, allegedly. Uh, yeah, back in the day, you know, uh, rolling with the buddy, and there's car wash behind Grandma's house over there. Yeah. Uh, it used to be there. I don't even know what the hell it is. Now. I don't even know. The house doesn't even exist yeah. anymore. Higher shop now. No, the, the house ain't there anymore. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, we, we were out uh, having fun, man. I had my nice new little hoopty pickup truck on, you know, pinstripe. And, you know, I thought it was just the, the bomb truck of the day, you know. Uh, so I was with a buddy, and we were, we were uh, smoking uh, tobacco that you shouldn't smoke. Kids, yes. <laughs> drinking, drinking a couple beers, and normally the the, the tornadoes would uh, hit the the mountains around us there in Lomita and kind of you know skip over. So yep. this one came right through the valley. It was just bouncing down the railroad tracks, which passed right in front of Grandma's house there, and it started to hail. So I'm like, oh hell no, not my paint job. We pulled into that little car wash, and uh, it passed right by the front of Grandma's house there, right down the train tracks. Uh, when was this? And uh, oh man, this was years ago, man. I was uh, probably probably twenty twenty two at the time, tops, you know. Yeah. And uh, man, they started pushing my truck forward. A lot of other vehicles had pulled in there for shelter from the hail. Started pushing my truck forward, and of course, we're not in the proper frame of mind to analyze what's going on around us, and. Other than, oh, this is bad. We can't see, you know, five feet past the end of the truck. Everything was blowing left and right. All the gravels getting picked up, all the hay and sand and dirt shit. So it's really freaking us out. Uh, If you can (coughs) imagine the state of mind at the time. Um, So I started pushing my truck towards the vehicle in front of me, and we probably got two inches away from that vehicle, and the pressure started pushing it back. And uh, we're like, holy cow, we're about to be – you know, swept out into the open and up into the air. I looked out my driver's side window of one of those 55 gallon uh, oil drums that out in the country you use them for trash cans once yep. they're empty. Brother, that shit just levitated off the ground and was spinning so ever slowly, and not an article of trash was coming out of that. And I, I was just transfixed on it, man. I'm like, it is floating a good six inches off the ground and, and rotating. And I was struggling to find out if that was just, you know, okay, this, this <laughs> if you're seeing that or yeah, yeah it's actually happening. Yeah. It's just really happening. And man, it set it back down just, you know, as smoothly as it had picked it up and, uh, you know, bounced on down the railroad tracks. And then we followed it, you know, we took off towards the passes and followed it as far as we could watching it just tear up the, uh, the, the fields down the side of the, the road. And then it, uh, you know, it just scooted on, did its, did its deal. Uh, beyond the mountains, we couldn't see it nowhere. But yeah, I never wish to uh, ever, ever, ever be that close again. I yeah. don't care what frame of mind I'm in. Yeah, tornadoes no fun. Hurricanes no fun. Uh, snow is whatever. It, it, it's the yeah. Hurricanes on the East Coast, those are there aren't too much of a blast either. But crazy people will just try to ride them out. I don't think there's anybody that's crazy that wants <laughs> to ride a tornado out though. Nobody's sitting uh, out there like no, with no, a flag, man. playing with their hair and stuff trying to ride a tornado yeah when that shit like can pick up a piece of straw and throw it through you cram it through uh rebar uh enforced concrete you know and you're like how the hell that happen that's 
that's Mother Nature at its finest. But uh, yeah, me and your brother uh, a couple different times we went out and uh, uh, just took hurricanes, uh, took took them on, you know, head yeah. on. You know, when we lived there in Corpus, uh, did a couple times. One in particular, I remember uh, it was super cold, man, super cold. It was a late in the year system that came through, uh, and it was beelining right towards uh, right towards us there. Uh, so what did we do? We got some tents and some blankets, and I even took my girls. They were little at the time, you know, uh, 10, 11. We went out to a place called Bopal Pier, and we uh, had a bunch of bungee cords and lashed those tents down to the freaking uh, pier. <laughs> I don't know why we had fishing rods for it, man. You put like a four-ounce surf weight on that sucker, cast it as hard as you could, and it would land like a foot in front of you. To fish, obviously. The wind was just blowing it back, you know. Uh, but yeah, we had the tents all strapped down, and the wind was blowing so hard the tents were like pretty much compressed down on top of you to about an inch off of your face. But uh, we rode it out, man. We're like, yeah. And on a good calm day, uh, you know, you're a good 15 feet or so above the uh, the water line. Yep. Man, that shit was almost lapping up there at the uh, floorboards of the pier. The guy and uh, of course that pier probably went out like a you know 100 yards from the shore so uh yeah those waves were up quite a bit and i i look back on it now i probably wouldn't do it again but uh that's what yeah, be, everybody had fun that day that's what being young's all about you get to do stupid stuff so you can tell other young people not to do it uh corpus for me and i say so many prayers <laughs> honestly man when when my daughters were young i was like please god just let them live through half this shit i got yeah. away with you know well, was it you? Just half of it. I think it was Nick. I don't even know if you were there, but I think it was Nick when I was a little kid sitting in Grandma's uh, room, and he would do the pitchfork thing. I think I want to say you were there. I confuse you with him all the time, or maybe I'm superimposing your face on that. But he would, yeah, like you know how you scare little kids, and if a little kid pays attention to you, you just keep scaring them. So. Yeah, that's probably Nicky, man. Yeah, you know, Nick, back then yeah. we were two peas in a pod, man. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I, I don't recall a pitchfork torture. Yeah, he but, uh, pitchfork tortured me. All right, well, that 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 was as simple as it was. That's about the length of the old podcast, and that's all it is, man. I do appreciate your time. Thank you so very much, cuz you are a scholar and a gentleman. Yeah, man. So it's uh, that. I'll back to you any day. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about some more interesting stuff, man. I appreciate reminiscing, man. Have fun with the family over there in Germany when they get back, and. Uh, you know, be sure, uh, you know, teach those kids, uh, teach those kids some uh, languages there, man. Just serve them well later on down the road. That's on you know, the I wife. I haven't used my German in. The wife speaks two different languages and refuses to speak Amharic to them. But, yeah, I got to teach them. I try. I do the, I do like uh, apps and stuff like that to try to learn. I learned Dasi Sign and then something, whatever. And then, what is it? Wasser. Wrote. Heck yeah, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple of little uh, apps on the phone, you know, helps me uh, get my Spanish back in check. But uh, you don't use it, you lose it, man. Uh, I used to think I knew a little bit about German back in the day, but uh, I couldn't do nothing but get myself in trouble these days, you mm -hmm. know. Not like I'm foreign to, to getting in trouble. It's not uh, an odd situation for me. I agree. But, uh, yeah, man, it's great talking to you, man. We don't uh, get a chance to hook up too much anymore these days. But, 
You can let the old wifey hear this part of the podcast. Tell her, teach those kids, because it will serve them well later on. Plus, they can sit around the house talking bad about dad. And he won't know any better. Like you just... <laughs> Every right, now and then you'll be like, hey, what? I recognize that word. What? Yeah. No, not at all. I'm a dum-dum. But uh, thanks, Daryl. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so very much. I enjoy it. All right, cuz. This is awesome. Yeah, yep. be safe, man. Be I safe. will be. Y'all have fun. All right, man. Later. Later.